The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Today we're going to be talking about sex, lies, and the Internet. And we couldn't be talking about this at a better time, considering that. Uh, if you had any doubts that there's an epidemic of cheaters, liars, and abusers, um, the news where we're hearing about former New York Governor Spitzer having uh, recently fallen from grace because of his liaison with a call girl, well, not just a call girl, <laughs> with the most recent call girl, but he apparently has a history of at least seven or eight episodes that are known so far. And um, the later news that the man who is replacing him, David Patterson, who was um, who is now the governor of New York, he waits one day after taking the oath of office, he then acknowledges that he was unfaithful to his wife several years ago. Um, why he didn't tell anyone sooner, of course, is obvious that uh, he wanted to make sure that he was sworn in as governor of New York. Um, what is going on? This is really a dangerous time for love. Now, I know you guys, you can call in to women and men. You can call in. I know you're, you're thinking already that, what do you mean it's just a dangerous time for women? It's a dangerous time for guys, too. And it is true that it's hard to trust the person that you're with. Well, my guest, Stephanie Alexander, is someone who... Uh, works to try to uh, save at least women. We'll have to talk more about that. But, well, in fact, her, uh, she is the founder of WomenSavers.com, and she is the author of a book called Sex, Lies, and the Internet. And, uh, Stephanie, you've been devoting yourself to trying to save people from finding out about scandals after it's too late. Yes, I try to warn them, and I have the world's largest database rating men uh, targeting cheating and abusive men at womansavers.com, and that is spelled W-O-M-A-N-S-A-V-E-R-S.com, not E-N. A lot of people make that mistake. It's woman as in singular, woman savers. Okay. And let's start with um, how is it well, – well, before we go into woman savers and, and, and your um, – Mission, because I'd like to know about how you got began this, what got you involved in this. Um, let's talk a little bit about Elliot Spitzer and his uh, downfall. Um, you know, I guess it isn't known yet whether he first contacted the International Emperor's Club via the Internet or on a telephone, but certainly much has been made about... Um, the Internet site for the International Emperor's Club and the uh, page that Kristen, or so she was called, um, at, on their site, um, actually a woman who is a 22-year-old woman whose original name is Ashley Humans, which she then changed to Ashley Alexandra Dupre, obviously a very troubled woman, 
going through somewhat of an identity crisis, um, claiming to have been abused, which I think she probably was. You know, people look at her house. I, I love it. People have been, you know, saying, oh, well, look, um, she comes from this, you know, or she, I guess not originally. Her mother was divorced and then remarried, so I don't know what her original family home looked like, but now people are saying she comes from this um, elegant home uh, or expensive home and uh, how she's trying to say that she was so had such a, a horrible childhood. But, you know, that's kind of the point, that people don't know what goes on behind um, the fences of some of the most expensive homes in town. That has nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you think about the Elliot Spitzer scandal? It just doesn't surprise me. I mean, does it surprise anybody? Um, infidelity occurs constantly amongst celebrities, politicians, and even the average person. The thing is that it is easier for celebrities and politicians to cheat because they travel more, they have large expense budgets, and they are in the public eye and meeting people all the time. So their chances to cheat are much higher than, you know, the average person who may just go to and from work every day. Yes, yes, that's true. And what do you think um, his Elliot Spitzer's wife should do? I think she should leave him. Yes, that's <laughs> that's what I think. But, you know... That was my first reaction that, uh, well, first of all, wasn't, didn't you feel bad for her seeing her stand up there with him as he gave his, uh, two press conferences? Um, you know, she looked like, she looked like her, her face was plastered on. She was trying to hold herself to be so composed and I'm sure it was very difficult for her. Well, I don't understand why she's staying with him. I mean, this isn't an isolated case of a one-night stand. This is supporting somebody who was, uh, you know, obviously rallying around uh, that he wanted to shut down prostitution and, you know, he's very anti-prostitution, yet he himself has been doing it for years. And I think they're going to uncover things that go even deeper than, uh, you know, just him screwing around with some hookers. I think there might be even some type of embezzlement or kickbacks or financial deals involved here that they haven't even uncovered yet. Well, um, hmm. I guess maybe. I mean, if someone is lying about one thing it's uh, and he's sort of drunk with his own power on one thing, I guess it is possible. But you know that men, oftentimes men who, um, powerful men, uh like to have liaisons with women who, well, for one thing, men in power um, obviously clamor for power, get power, strive for power in the first place, because these are men who have issues with their masculinity. They need to keep proving their masculinity, and so in a sense, you know, cheating, um, having affairs, or or being with call girls really goes along with that same kind of motivation. Well, first off, I would hope that he was having safe sex with these prostitutes and using protection, because if not, not only was he disrespecting and lying to his wife, he was risking her health. Yeah. And that is completely unacceptable. Yes. And there, know, there have been some questions about that, haven't there? So apparently there was, um, it was reported somewhere that 
he he asked some women to not wear condoms. I mean, I don't know how accurate those reports are, but did you hear something like that? Oh, that wouldn't surprise me at all. And the more they pay, the more likely it is that the prostitutes would do that. Yes. So money money talks. And so if that's the case, then he's risking his um, his wife's health. And, you know, the embarrassment that he caused to his children is unfathomable because, you know, can you imagine what his children are going through at school? Yes, that's really the worst part of it all, his three teenage children. Here are girls on the brink of dating themselves, um, you know, exploring what it's like to be with a man, thinking about romance and love and, and uh, all of these kinds of things, and, and to find out, I mean, it's not, there's never a good to, time to find out that your father has been um, hooking up with hookers, but um, particularly now, it's just really going to make them not trust any man, going to make them feel betrayed, going to make them feel as though um, they weren't good enough to keep their father's attention at home, and so on. Well, many of these women, well, they said she's Harvard-educated, and many of these women who stand by their husbands, they do it because of power and financial reasons. If these women suddenly won the lottery, um, my prediction is they would be out of there so fast. Yes, well, I, I, my prediction was that if he stepped down, that then she would leave him, that maybe she yeah, would Yeah, my prediction is, is she'll leave him uh, in the next year. She won't do it right away. She'll wait until things simmer down, and then she'll probably file for divorce. Yes, I, I, I mean, you know, but the thing is, should she, I mean, yes, she, on the one hand, I think she should do that because it shows to her daughters, um, well, it's for self-respect, but, but primarily it shows her daughters that, this, that you don't allow a man to do this to you. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, um, it's also kind of sad that, um, that they will have less contact with their father. I mean, not, I mean, obviously what they all need is to be in therapy for a long time, and um, she probably shouldn't make a decision until um, she's been in therapy, at least for a little while. But what was really chilling and worrying um, and what should have made her think during that time when he was giving his resignation speech, and he really did not seem as though he had any remorse, whether it was for the people of New York who voted him in, or, or Americans in general, or his wife, or his children. It was just um, very cold and calculated, and, well, I guess I'm going to be moving on to other things. Mm-hmm. Well, supposedly he's worth millions of dollars, so I don't think he'll have too difficult a time moving on to other things. Yes. But um, I don't know. I, You know, a lot of these men cheat for ego-based reasons. Because they can. Yes. Um, they cheat because, like you said, they are lacking something inside. And what I am never clear about is, um, obviously there were some issues in their marriage to begin with. Yes. And a wife who really knows what's going on in her husband's life would have a sixth sense or may have seen some red flags that may have indicated that her husband was cheating. Yes. If you have a sixth sense, 
and you feel that your partner is cheating, you need to investigate. There are so many ways to catch a cheater now, technological ways, that cheaters cannot get away with it, even somebody like him. Um, I had a lady friend of mine who thought that her husband was cheating on her. She just had a gut instinct. Something wasn't right. She placed a voice-activated digital tape recorder underneath their car seat and listened to every single one of his conversations on the cell phone. Not only was he having one affair, he was having two affairs, one with the realtor that was selling their home and the other one with some woman that was a local and who he was meeting at hotels when he was telling his wife that he was at business meetings. Hmm. So there are just a trillion ways to catch a cheater now. So eventually they're going to get caught, and you're taking a huge risk. And when we come back, we'll hear more about these trillion ways. <laughs> what is that song? A million ways to leave your lover? <laughs> a million ways to ways. catch a Fifty ways, yes. Yeah. <laughs> now fifty ways to, to catch a cheater. Well, we do need to take a break, but we will be back. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. We're talking about sex lies and the Internet with my guest, Stephanie Alexander. So stay tuned. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. The Cherry Douglas Show, with the CEO of Worldwide Music Incorporated and the founder and publisher of Gospel Truth Magazine, Cherry Douglas. By tuning in weekly, you will gain insight, tips, and tools to help get your career started. From how to market yourself to distribution of your product, learn the power of faith-based marketing and much more on The Cherry Douglas Show. Join Cherry each week with guests from the gospel music industry, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors as they discuss faith-based news, events, and trends. The Cherry Douglas Show with Carrie Douglas broadcast each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, and is brought to you by Gospel Truth Magazine and Worldwide Music Incorporated on the Voice America channel. The Carrie Douglas Show with Carrie Douglas, your premier source for faith-based entertainment, news, events, and trends. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST. 
4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people, but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Today we're talking about sex, lies, and the Internet with my guest, Stephanie Alexander, who is the author of a book by that same name and the founder of Womansavers.com a website um, devoted to helping women uh, find out whether their man is cheating or lying on them. <laughs> to fall on them? Cheating or, or lying to them. And, uh, Stephanie, what I want to hear first is how did you, I mean, this is obviously a passion of yours, and you're obviously providing an incredible service. Um, it's free to join, and, and you give a lot of um, things that that you that someone does have to pay for, you give a lot of the proceeds to charity. So what started you on this mission? Well, I guess it started as a child, like everything does. I was um, sexually abused as a child. And then as an adult, um, I thought I was very wise in my decision-making in regards to men. I was college-educated, had a great job, my own home, and I just got involved with one bad guy after another. And they were never bad guys in the beginning. They were always wonderful, and that's, that's the issue. But I did not pay attention to red flags. I did not do background checks. I didn't make any effort to research their history to see if I may be getting involved with with a uh, bad man. So um, I was living in New York City, and I had just gotten out of a three-and-a-half-year relationship. And everywhere I turned, women had stories of infidelity and abuse. And I'm very good with computers, so I thought, you know, wouldn't it be great if women could network together to share their stories so we can make better and more informed decisions so we don't make necessarily leave our heart on a platter and get involved so quickly with a man. And that's when I created the WomanSavers.com database. And now there are tens of thousands of men listed alphabetically by city worldwide. And you can go in there and, and for example, you could search California and all the different suburbs of California would come up and list you know, thousands of men. And also, if you had a really bad experience, um, you can warn other women to help out, you know, the network and the sisterhood of women. It's supposedly, you know, women helping each other. And the only thing you need to do is you have to agree that you are telling the truth. The truth is 100% defense to libel. So, for example, you can say um, John or Jane is a jerk, or I, I think John or Jane was a jerk. And that... <clears throat> That is that falls under freedom of speech, the the First Amendment. However, if you say something like John gave me AIDS, you better make sure that you have medical factual proof to back up your statement, or you could be sued for libel. So um, the author is responsible for their posts. 
So um, the other side of that is people always say to me, well, you know, how do you know who's telling the truth? Well, I don't. Nobody on the Internet does. And the Internet is a free-for-all. Anybody can pose as anybody. They can get a free email account. They can go to a cyber cafe. They can go to a library, and they can destroy somebody's life if they want Mm. to. So what this allows you to do is it allows you to proceed with caution. Nothing can be really guaranteed or verified, but a lot of the women who post things like, you know, uh, I was married to this man. He's a deadbeat dad. He's fathered illegitimate uh, children. He's a con artist. They will post links to government uh, felon registries or sexual predator registries, and if a man is entered multiple times by multiple women, there usually is an issue. Hmm. And have you, you have you had anyone like a man on um, who's been identified on your site threaten to sue you? They can't sue me. The laws protect third-party providers. Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act states that third-party providers are not held liable for what somebody else writes. Search engines, blog owners, message board owners, um, database owners, we don't know who's telling the truth. We're not writing the posts. We're not authoring the posts. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's 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 you know it's the author that is responsible for their post. So what you would have to do if somebody's seriously libeling you all over the internet, you have to a make sure that it's not just their opinion. B make sure that in a court of law you can subpoena them and factually prove that they are lying, and then you've got your case. So has but have you heard of anyone trying to? I mean, is it, okay, has anyone gotten upset? And who didn't know the law, let's say, and threatened to sue you? Have any of the men who have been profiled on your site gotten... Oh, yes, yes. I've been threatened to be sued, um, death threats, stalkers. Really? You name it. Everything has happened because of this website. However, um, we've got a team of attorneys here, and, you know, all we have to say is, you know, check out the law, and not only will we countersue you for damages, you'll have to pay for all our legal costs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when when the law is already evident and there's cases to refer to, not a lot of people are going are willing to go to court for something like that that they're going to lose. Hmm. Boy, that's but, that's amazing. Death plus then, it, then, it, then it gets really public. You know what I mean? Then it gets really yeah. public. And not only that, there are way, other ways to deal with it. Also, you can contact the original author and try to talk to them and have them edit or delete. You know, the posting. There's an in-house messaging system that allows that. You know, many message boards don't even have that ability to contact the author, so mm-hmm. you have no idea who who wrote it. Also, um, you can tell your side of the story at any time. If a man doesn't agree with what's written, he can tell his side. He, they usually say, you know, that woman's psycho. They always say that same thing. <laughs> and, and then, um, or you can just ignore it. And that's what I do because, you know, people are always talking, and it's it's not even worth your, your time to even acknowledge it. So... Um... What are the, some of the what are some of the most frequent um, kinds of stories that people tell about their experiences that they post? Unfortunately, the database is about eighty percent bad guys, twenty percent good that are in there. Um, some men will self-post; they'll uh-huh. pose as women, and they'll usually it's pretty evident because they always write something about how hot they are in bed. And women, are, women are usually not posting that. You know, we're, we're, they post things like. Um, I mean, horrible things. You know, I, I met this man online. He was, seemed like the perfect guy. Uh, you know, he soon started to offer to babysit my six-year-old son, and then he, he raped my son. Huh. 
You know, it can be there, or it can be infidelity. He cheated with my best friend. He cheated with hookers. He cheated with who knows. Or it can be uh, uh, we had a serial bigamist in there that was married to seven different women in different areas because marriage records are currently only interlinked in uh, Florida, Texas, and Nevada. So this guy would target older, unsuspected women that were very lonely and uh, marry women throughout the Midwest. And he had seven wives that finally found out about each other. Wow. Why he would do that is beyond me, but I don't, I don't really, I'm not clear on why somebody successful would choose to see hookers either because the sex that you get from a hooker is not um, the ultimate sex. It is an artificial sex. It is not um, the highest plateau of great sex. It is not emotionally, physically, and spiritually bonding with somebody. That type of sex is not even comparable to something that you can buy. Yes, that's true. So but that's the part you would think that the uh, the politicians uh, would have such a big ego that they w- would want to raise to the top and they would want to experience the ultimate sex. Yes, but, but I think a lot of them aren't capable of that level of intimacy. Right. So and that's instead, so they have to. They're on the lower level. Yes. Instead, it's the thrill of maybe the hooker will do something that his wife won't do. You know. Exactly. Or certainly, in any case, there's the danger aspect. You know. Well, the danger to risk everything, and which he, which right. many certainly do. Right. Well, so um, so what are some of the, um, I mean, do you, have you, the women write to you besides posting on the website. They also write to you for advice yeah. or? Women Savers is home to the most popular abused women's forum on the Internet. We have a volunteer physician that gives advice, and we have a volunteer psychotherapist that specializes in dangerous men like sociopaths, narcissists. Um, so, for example, if you are a woman and you are in an infidelity situation or you're being abused and you don't feel comfortable uh, speaking to your family and friends about it, or maybe you don't have the funds to seek professional help or see a psychiatrist, which many don't, you can go to this forum and not only can you get professional advice, you can get um, anonymous advice from dozens of women from around the world who've experienced exactly the same thing of what you're going through, and that can shed light onto your situation and hopefully get you out of the abuse. Yes, and um, in your book, Sex, Lives, and the Lies in the Internet, uh, A Survival Guide for Online Dating, what are some of the things that you tell people to do? Well, basically, I wrote the book because I noticed women weren't screening. We're so trusting, you know. If somebody says something, we're just like, okay, you know, that's <laughs> he's telling the truth until we get burned. And basically, um, it is an online dating survival guide that shows women not only how to get out of an abusive relationship, but how to screen, how to screen out for these dangerous men, uh, what questions to ask uh, to avoid married people. Like, for example, this, this tip works great for men and for women. Um, if you are dating somebody and there's an indication that you think that they may still have a girlfriend or boyfriend or be married, what you do first of all is you ask for a home telephone number. Um, if they don't give that out, then that's red flag number one. Um, a lot of people don't have home telephone no- numbers anymore. They only have cell phones. So what you do then is you call consistently between the hours of about 6 and 9 p.m., and if they always have an excuse for not being able to answer mm-hmm. the phone or their cell phone is always turned off or they can't talk for very long, then you're probably dealing with a committed person because that is when you spend time with your partner or your family. Yes. Absolutely. 
<laughs> okay. We do need to take another break. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. My guest is Stephanie Alexander. When we come back, we'll be hearing more tips for how you can uh, screen guys that you meet over the Internet and also in real life. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Everything you want, everything you want to do, and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips. People think that accomplishing your goals has to be difficult. Guess what? It doesn't. All you need are the right tools and a map. And that is what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Charmin Lane is offering you. Join Charmin Wednesday afternoons at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for success made simple. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips with his weekly guests jim draws from successes with professionals college high school and youth teams coaches and players learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure tension and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with championship thinking every tuesday at 4 p.m pacific time right here on america's voice voice america are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times do you want help then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships... Check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, talking with you today about sex, lies, and the Internet with my guest, online dating expert, Stephanie Alexander. She's the founder of Womansavers.com and the author of Sex, Lies, and the Internet. So why don't we talk about some of the signs, um, we, we sort of teased people at the beginning, um, some of the signs of, of how you know if your partner is cheating. Well, there could be behavioral changes, there could be 
changes, like suddenly he starts working out, he buys new clothes, adopts a new hairstyle, uh, you know, gets a little bit more spiffied up than he used to, um, unexplained mileage on the car, um, unexplained cash transactions or credit card charges. Um, oh, there's so many different clues. Uh, definitely behavioral changes. There can be changes such as uh, aggressive or animosity towards the woman, starting arguments because he feels guilty and he wants to find um, a problem in the relationship to justify the behavior, to justify the cheating. Oh, yeah. you know, the relationship isn't really that great anyway, so that this is my way of, of dealing with it. Yeah. Uh, so they, they actually start the arguments or they do the opposite and become very kind and feel mm-hmm. guilty and give gifts. Mm-hmm. So um, those are just key, key signs to watch for. Yes. Um, and it, But what's, you know, what's, what's sad is that so many women actually know on an unconscious level, um, they just have a gut feeling that they're, partner is cheating, and yet um, so many of them don't want to know. You know, there are some who do want to know and who will go to private investigators or what you were saying before about, you know, now there are all these um, gadgets. We could talk about that, too. Some of them will go that route, and others want to just uh, ignore any signs that they realize might be an indication of, um, of, of being uh, unfaithful. Well, those people are... are operating off of fear. They are operating off of fear of perhaps finances, fear of uh, busting up the family. Um, all sorts of fears are going on here. Like I said, a lot of people, if they won the lottery, they would be out of their situation so quick. Yes. So, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people are financially dependent on that person or, or they, they felt they, like they've invested so much time that, you know, they just need to deal with it. But the problem with that is is STDs are so prevalent nowadays. I mean, it's like, what, 90% of young adults have HPV, which, which leads to cervical cancer, and, you know, herpes is on the rise, and syphilis is back, and, and, and worse, even AIDS. I mean, we, we've had some women that have been knowingly infected by HIV-carrying men. Yes, there's a new statistic that came out. One in four teenage girls have a sexually transmitted disease. I mean, that is just a staggering number, so, I mean, one it, it, in four. I know, it's, 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 it's pathetic. So if you are a woman and you're listening to this and you know or you think that your husband is cheating and you're, you're rationalizing that you're saying, well, not only are you risking your health, you are risking your family and being a mother to your children and, and, and setting a really poor example. Yes. So either get into counseling or, or find out if that really is going on or just take action because action creates reaction. Now, what were some of the things that you mentioned that um, when you found yourself uh, going out with one bad guy after another, what were some of your experiences? And looking back, what do you see were the red flags that you missed? Well, one of my experiences was um, I didn't do any, any homework. I was very lazy about researching the person. I just took everything they said for face value. And I was involved with somebody who looked like Brad Pitt, really good-looking guy, and, you know, I kind of rationalized the red flags because he was so handsome. Mm-hmm. And uh, unbeknownst to me, while I was at the office working every day, and I thought he was working, he was out and he started using drugs. 
and I was very naive about drugs at the time, and uh, he started with cocaine, which led to methamphetamines, which led to heroin. So this all happened in a very short period of time. Um, The verbal abuse and emotional abuse turned to physical abuse, and once I tried to get him out of my life um, with restraining orders and everything else, it just would not stop. The restraining orders were not effective, and he was breaking into my house with 45 guns, and it was very a very scary time in my life that I never forgot. But, um, you know, what, what could I have done to avoid that? I could have done a little bit more homework. I could have researched it. I, I should have taken note that, you know, the second that he was using, started using drugs or there was any indication of that, I should have said, not, not here, not in my home. Well, even before he started using drugs, was there anything, I mean, again, looking back, um, was there anything about his personality or anything? Yes, yes, there was some indication that he had been to rehab before, and he was very honest about everything. The thing is, is, is the men that I was with, they were pretty honest with me. One of them, even, I was involved with somebody who was a convicted felon, and he told me the entire story, you know, how it, and I thought, wow, how courageous. Mm-hmm. How courageous that he's telling me all this stuff, but not really thinking, you know, uh-oh, yeah. you know, this could happen again. Maybe this isn't such a great person, <laughs> you know, thinking that now he's different, now yeah. he's rehabilitated. So you never quite know if somebody's completely rehabilitated. I'm not saying that you can't give somebody a second chance and then people do recover and get better. But, um, again, just slow it down and be careful. Yes, and don't um, allow someone to get into your life so quickly, either to move in or um, or to just get, just to, to take up so much of your time that you sort of get swept up in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Women tend to get really swept up so quickly. Yeah. Into the ether of the, the, the love phase and the endorphins, and you can't even think straight. Yes, the sex phase. Yes. <laughs> when, uh, when, yes, which, which messes with your thinking straight. Uh-huh. Um, so I always say, I always say, you know, um, your heart and your brain have to match. So if your heart's, you know, all a flutter about somebody, but your brain's saying, ooh, you know, I'm not quite sure, you know, don't do this. You need to listen to that little voice, and they need to match up. Your heart need to, needs to match your brain or there's a problem. Yes. Well, so what have you been um, seeing as sort of a trend um, or trends? What are some of the trends that you've been um, noticing? How many years, when did you, you started this website? In late 2002. Okay. And so over these six years, have you noticed any trends and the kinds of problems that people are having? They're getting worse. Everything is getting worse and amplified, magnified. Um, like I said, with the Internet, nothing is secret anymore. It's big brother and big sister. And, you know, I could go and blog about our interview and just write all sorts of things, and it's on there forever. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing anybody can do. So the age of privacy is gone. And so a lot of people, you know, if they have skeletons, they're probably going to come out at some point. Or if you're doing something illegal, somebody's going to post something somewhere about it. And then, you know, then the problems start. So I think with the Internet, it's best to just clean up your act real quick. (laughs) Well, so but what what you're saying is that um, it's easier in a way to detect problems through the Internet because of that... Uh, and it's true. It's amazing. Sometimes if you Google your name, you, you come across things that you don't even remember <laughs> happened. Right. You know? But 
but besides the um, the internet being a better sleuth, um, you're also saying though that the women are reporting more more difficult problems, more dangerous problems with the men. So even though the internet may be um, describing them, men are not fearful of that apparently. They don't like it, but they don't seem to, uh, you know, some of them revel in it. I mean, the ones that are getting outed for infidelity, they're like, yeah, I'm a player, that's right, you know. Uh-huh. They're kind of owning up to it. Like it's, you know, we're glamorizing this, this pimp and hoe stuff that's, you know, really getting old. Yes. And, and quite boring. It's the same thing we see on TV all the time. We need to kind of get to the next level. Uh, um, and and I, what... I can't stress enough is the women out there, you know, this is a free service. You can go onto womansavers.com and you can search your area or you can help out other women and warn some other women. Help them out. And and then do, uh, you know, search your local sexual predator list to find out, you know, where they are in your neighborhood. And then go to a website like intellius.com that offers background checks for 25 to $50 on a person. You can find out whether you're going get, to getting involved with a convicted felon. Hmm. So um, what are some of the I, – I know you have some um, – uh, is that one of the links that you have from your website, intellius.com? Um, I think they're linked on the, on, uh, the links page, yes. Uh-huh. But you, there's so many. All you have to do is type in background check yeah. into Google and, and up they come. However, um, all three are important. I think a character check, a sexual predator list, and then also the, the convicted felon. You have to do all three of them. Well, okay, let's go through that. What do you mean by a character check? A character check is what you get at Woman Savers. That's that's people vouching for you okay. or, or people who are, you know, uh, saying good or bad things about you. Like I said, if, if a man is entered multiple times by multiple women and they're all saying the same thing and maybe there's all of a sudden one woman that, that says, oh, he's wonderful to me, then that's probably the guy posting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then what, the other two that you said a felon list... The sexual predator list. Those are those, most of those are free too, and you can type in your your area code or your address. I did it in my area, and all of the convicted sexual predators will come up, so you can be aware when your children are walking to and from school, if they're talking to strangers, where these people are in your neighborhood. They're all over the place. And what was the third one? Um, it's character check, convicted felon background check, oh, okay. and sexual predator yes. check. Okay, yes, those three. Yes, <laughs> you know, of course. It's so hard um, uh, to uh, to convince women. I'm sure you're finding this. I mean, not this, obviously the ones that come to the site are already ready to to you know take good care of themselves. But don't you find it is is one of your frustrations how so many women um, think to themselves, what you know, look at a character check or on the felon list, or he's not a felon, he's not a sexual predator, what? You know, they don't want to know that uh, this could possibly be... It's, it doesn't sound very romantic. It's not. <laughs> I mean, Juliet never had to look at felon lists. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, well, when we come back, we'll talk more about felon lists, sex lies, and the Internet with Stephanie Alexander, the founder of Womansavers.com. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. 
If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with Easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, talking about sex lies and the Internet with Stephanie Alexander. Um, Stephanie, why don't we talk about, you know, one thing we I wanted to mention was that on your website that you founded, womansavers.com, um, it's not only commentary about guys uh, who have done bad things, but it's also some photos. Yes. It works like this. If you took a photograph of somebody, then you're the copyright owner. You own that photograph. If you want to upload to, to the Internet, you can. Um, unless maybe it's something having to do with, like, pornography, or I'm not sure what the laws are on that. So women, some women, in order to simplify the process, because there might be a thousand Mike Smiths in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. um, they upload a photograph. Yes, that makes it all much more interesting. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Okay, why don't we talk about some of your mistakes and things that you learned from your online dating experiences. Well, I was online dating as soon as it was available. I thought it, I've just always been fascinated with the Internet and it, the way it changes and evolves. It's just an amazing beast. And uh, I thought I was screening properly, and again, I was so trusting. And I was communicating with a man who, you know, sent me a photograph. I thought he was handsome. He said he had a successful business and a sports car. And, 
And basically, by the time I met him, every single thing he told me was a lie. Mm. The photo was about 10 years old. I didn't recognize him. He picked me up in a 76 rusted, dirty Camaro. <laughs> that was his sports car. And his successful business was a copy machine and a, and a computer in his parents' basement, his parents' basement. <laughs> so I thought to myself, why is he wasting my time? And I think sometimes um, people think, oh, well, they're going to think my personality is so wonderful. Like, sometimes over, overweight women will take those glamour shots and then and then mislead the men and hope that, you know, their shining personality will, will mm-hmm. override that. And it's just not good to do that. You need to use a current photo, a couple of them, and not sexy photos either. Mm-hmm. Because that gives the wrong impression, unless that's right. I mean, if you want to be used like a piece of meat, then go ahead. Right. So, what 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 other experiences did you have, and what did you what do you well like? Let's take this one. So, what do you what could you have done, or what do you recommend in your book, Sex Lies in the Internet, for women to do? Well, first of all, you should ask for multiple photos. I mean, I got to the point of where I asked somebody to uh, uh, to send me a photograph of. Uh, that day's newspaper. You know, just take a quick digital shot and hold up the newspaper to show me it's you because there are so many people that aren't even them. Wait, 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 I mean, wait, wait. I, go, I, I, I don't understand that one. To t- send you a, a photo. Could you run that by me again? Yeah. Um, take a photograph of today's newspaper, holding today's newspaper in your hand. Oh, oh, with the, the, the guy holding the newspaper. Yeah. I get it. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking just the newspaper. Okay, so you could see this is him on this day. Yes, that's a good idea. Okay. And, and don't send photos of your genitalia and, or your penis. I mean, nobody, I don't, you know, I, and they did. And I, in big, bold letters, no married men, no photos of your penis. I, I'm not, I don't care. And most women don't care. We're not interested in that. We want to see your personality and your beautiful, shining face. There were, so so that, wait, there were actually men who, do you mean on the, you don't mean on the site, they wouldn't have allowed it on the site, but do you mean who then subsequently? Email me later, yes. Not just one man, dozens of men who did this. Wow, that's interesting. You know, it would be interesting to know whether they were their genitalia. Uh, I don't, yeah, or whether even that was cares. exaggerated. <laughs> the thing is, nobody cares. <laughs> anyway, so that was, that was a mistake. I didn't ask for current photos. I didn't have proof of that. Um, I just didn't, I guess I didn't ask enough questions. I thought, you know, I communicated with this man for three months by telephone. Hmm. And you know, I, I so you actually so connected. even on the tel because you know that's what the first thing that people will say. Well, after you communicate with somebody and it's, you seem to like them, um, then you have to call them, speak to them on the phone, and that's supposed to be the next level of screening. Right, right. Well, and you always have to be careful. You know, you try to get your goal is to try to get their telephone number first and their f- real first and last name first. And the second you get that, start doing digging, digging information so you can find out more about that person. Because, like you said earlier, um, you let the wrong person in your in your life, and they can destroy everything you have ever worked for. So, m- what I always say is, you know, we take all this time to, um, you know, inspect our homes before we buy it, or we take our car to a mechanic. We need to have that same mentality when we date somebody. Wow, that's a very good way of putting it. It's true. We do all of this um, for our possessions, and uh, and yet when we're buying, so to speak, a relationship, um, we just kind of throw ourselves into it. Right. And, and you just can't do that anymore, unfortunately, in the world that we live in. I mean, no, it's not romantic, but, you know, I'm involved with a wonderful man right now, and I put him through the ringer. I mean, uh-huh. I wanted to make sure his record was clean, and, you know, he had a, a good relationship history and everything else, and he didn't sp- 
speak poorly about his exes or anything, and, and it, it worked. Well, now, okay, how did you make sure he had a good relationship history? I mean, he wasn't on your list, but what else did you do? Well, first of all, if a man talks real, speaks really, really ill of his ex, that's a little bit of a red flag also. Yeah. He, he has to, uh, or she has to, be even about it, you know what I mean, and, and take some responsibility because there are yeah. two sides to every story. Yes, you maybe get involved with an abusive person, but, you know, you stayed with that person. What attracted you to that person? There are always, two people always shoulder responsibility. Yes, it's true, and, and um, what I talk about in, in my book, Bad Boys, um, is one of the first questions you need to ask or one of the first things you need to look for is the relationship of that man with the first woman in his life, his mother, how he talks about and how he relates to his oh, mother. Oh, that's so important. Uh-huh. Yes, if they, if they disrespect women around them, their sisters, their mothers, or just women in general, you know that they're, that's how they feel about women, and that's going to happen to you. And I always you know, used to think, oh, it's not me. You know, he cares about me. It's different now. It never is, not in the long run. Yes. Well, what are some of the other things that you suggest for women to do? Well, um, I suggest never, ever giving any of your personal information in your online profile. Don't use your real name ever. Don't put down your telephone number, your address. Don't uh, use sexy member names like, you know, sexy, hot, sweet girl or whatever. Wait, you're saying not to do that. Yeah, no, don't do that. You're, you attract the wrong type of people. Again, yeah. if you want to be used for a piece of meat, that is what will get you the results. Okay. If you want to attract somebody who wants a relationship, then you need to, you know, put out a resume that's going to attract that. Treat it like a resume. Okay. So, for example, what should people put in their profile? Pick one of your, your hobbies, whatever you may like. You may enjoy skiing or you may enjoy pets or whatever. You can create a, a, a member name based on that or a little nickname that you have or something fun. I mean, it could be a million different things. You know, and then and then write both your uh, your likes and dislikes in your profile. If you don't, if you're not interested in dating somebody who is divorced with children, put that in your profile. You know, a lot of a lot of men think it's a numbers game right now, and they they are e- emailing the same re- canned responses hmm. to a hundred girls to see who bites. Hmm. So, um, you know, if you if you put certain specific things in your profile, you can tell if somebody even read your profile mm-hmm. or whether they just looked at your picture and just, you know, you're just one, one of many. Yes. And do you think, um, do you, for a woman, do you think it's better for women not to put their, like, what, did you put your picture and, and a profile on these sites or did you just go and, and write to, uh, I mean, join and then write to men who were on the site? I put my photograph up and... Um, I guess they say that uh, profiles with photographs get like ten times the responses that yes. uh, ones without. And I never even uh, responded to, to people who didn't have a photo up. I mean, very rarely. Once in a while I did if they really had a lot. Um, sometimes they want to keep it secure because of business reasons or they're embarrassed. But a lot of the times they are uh, committed to somebody already. Hmm. And they don't want someone seeing their uh, exactly. Picture up there. So they post a, pro- a, a, a picture of their penis. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and unless it's uh, uh, unique, <laughs> hoping not to 
not to be identified. Well, Stephanie, thank you very much for joining us today. That was This was very interesting, and I'm sure it helped a lot of women, and I'm sure it made a lot of guys, a lot of you guys out there think twice. Um, and really, you know, it's, uh, it's not about anybody being bad per se, but it's about learning to be in a more committed, loving relationship, which is good for both men and women. So that's what it's all about. Um, again, Stephanie Alexander is the founder of WomanSavers.com, and I suggest that you go look that up. Uh, very interesting, and particularly about what you might, you never know who you might find on there. And she's the author of Sex, Lies, and the Internet, and you can also order that from her site as well as Amazon and the usual places that one buys books. So, Stephanie, thank you again, and thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat.